might have a mom, she might be the bomb But ain't nobody got a mom like mine Her love's till the end, she's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine Welcome to And Then She Said with Britton and Nissa. As always, this mother-daughter duo are sharing and analyzing real-life experiences and nothing is off-limits. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the shit show we call life. And today I'm coming at you from my bedroom. This is where my internet is strongest. So again, where's your preferred place to work? My bed. (laughs) (laughs) It's just my company. Okay, I just put up a video of all the places that I work during the day. Yeah. I, I like have ADHD of workspaces. I do not. I do not. This summer, that was the hardest thing for me. So I, I, now I'm older, but I go to work every day. Now I might go to work in my pajamas or I might go to work, whatever, but I have to go to a location. Like I, I can't. I heard somebody went during COVID said that they would go drive around the block and come back so that it was like they were going to work. Well, I don't want to leave my house. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Like I don't, I don't need that much separation, but um, in my old house, I had a, well, I had a library cause I was all fancy and like, I loved that. I might paint this office cause it was like dark warm and like, I just loved, I loved that office. But so when all of my children and grandchildren are here, I gave my office to cash money because I'm so amazing. And the moved- only one who got his own room the whole summer got his own room. That's because it's cash. I just love him so much. Um, anyway, so I moved to my first. I was in my room on this little rickety table that we've had since I think you were born that I'm like, the leg is now breaking. And if it, my computer drops off of it, like that's not going to be good. Then I moved my desk in there, which was a She'll be much more sad if her computer drops off something than I did when I fell off something way more sad. Computer way more sad. Um, that was not ideal because I would get like, when you guys were gone, I would get these, your dad being like, oh, I have to walk through the bedroom or whatever. So I'm so glad that I am back in my office. That's just all I have to say about that. Oh. Anyway, so what's happening with you? Um, everyone's got school started. We've gotten to school on time, but I did lose Huey at one point, lost him. Um, and the whole campus security team was looking for me to try to find him. I don't know if I told you this last week, but I was at open house for Cash and for Huey. And Huey, we were in Cash's room and Huey was playing on the rug with all the other little kids. Well, it turns out he tried to find me, couldn't find me, and left the building. And luckily, my hair, because uh, the girl who found him is like, oh, do you know your mom's name and your hair color? And he's like... It's Brittany with purple hair. Everybody knew exactly where to come get me. Yep. So that was was fun. Did you know he was lost? Nope. (laughs) Sure did not. Oh, on top of that, I am so anxious about ordering pictures because I haven't ordered pictures the last three years. And I hear about it from everyone that I dressed them up for pictures yesterday. Pictures were today. Did you dress them today? I did, but 
they were in such cute clothes yesterday. I almost told Huey that he could just keep wearing the same clothes, but. So, um, so here's a thought, what you could have done last night. So you do have access to a washer and dryer. It is occupied right now <laughs> as I'm trying to do all of my laundry. No, no. <laughs> so then you could have dried the load that was in there and folded it and put it away, moved the load from the washer to the dryer and then put a new load in with the clothes and then continued that process and had them ready by the morning. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this in a little bit. <laughs> what is, it what we'll is this? Um, I, okay. So the picture thing is it's not just two days. So originally she sent me a message that was like, when I'm gone for work, cause I have to, I have to fly out to take care of them. Um, so when she's like, uh, I'm going to be gone for picture day. So you have to get ready. The boy's ready for picture day. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Because when Britt was in seventh, no, eighth grade, ninth grade. No, I think you were a freshman. Yeah. Freshman year. So Brit, I worked outside the house and Brit's goal charge, whatever was to get the two younger ones off to school, which I think the, the little one was fine. The middle one, I'm assuming at some point there was always some sort of ruckus and a fist fight and God knows what. So I'm like, it's picture day. Here's what I want you to put my children in, make sure their hair, well, not the middle one, because she was she would have been in seventh grade. Um, make sure she's dressed, ready to go. Make sure the little one has his hair combed. Here's what I want him to wear. Now, back in those days, you didn't get to see the pictures. You ordered them, and then you just got them. And then you could do picture retakes. I get the pictures back. The middle child, which, oh, God, she was... A joy has on Mary is my home girl t-shirt or Jesus is my homeboy. I can't remember which one it was, which whatever that, that was the least of my problems. My youngest son who had glasses and his hair probably was longer. Like it was maybe like two. It was not that long. Have I'll we find the pic- I'm going to find the picture. No, I'm going to, I'm finding the picture. And we're- ask Huey if grandma exaggerates. No, yes, uh, I'm finding the picture and we are posting it on our Facebook. Kyler will be so happy. She spiked his hair and it was way longer than should have been. uh, (laughs) It's not not good. That's what I'm going for. Not good. Uh, Yeah. So I was so happy that I was going to get back at her for those pictures. I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have made like them dress up fake and then send it to her and then did the real thing. But I couldn't wait to get back at her. So, yeah, I forgot about that. So, I've gotten the picture day wrong like three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, I had, I was, there was such joy. Um, so, you lost him, laundry, orientated, uh, orientation. What'd you do orientation for? Oh, school orientation. Did you? Oh, yeah. I made my kids be at school for like 10 hours. Why? Because. <laughs> So we had classroom orientation and I'm like, okay, that's good. It starts at five. So the kids can just go to aftercare. So I don't have to drive to the school twice. Oh no. I had to go to both children's classrooms and I didn't get done till seven. So they had been at school from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And let me tell you how Huey felt about that. (laughs) Did he tell you how he felt? Nope. (laughs) Not happy. No, thank you. No. 
And he always has this fear that I'm going to forget him, which I don't know why. <laughs> no idea. No idea. Uh, yeah. So this first week of school, I'm ready for some backup because <laughs> it's been two days. It wasn't a full week. It was it? No. This is the first full week. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, my life has been trying to get organized. So I'm feeling out of sorts. And when I feel out of sorts, I buy planners, lots of them, uh, paper and electronic, and then I tear stuff up. So I reorganize, which doesn't really actually, the it doesn't ever happen. I just pull everything out of all the rooms which is and, good because you need to do that at my house as we get ready to leave. So my whole house is just complete shambles. The other thing I do is I'm getting really anxious about winter. So I'm just making trips. So I'm booking Airbnbs all over the United States so that I know that I am not like I'm planning. Okay. So we have conference here. And then I'm like, do you think I can go to two conferences in one month? Because there's one that I really want to go to in New Orleans. And then there's one I really want to go to in Vegas. And then I'm like uh, the autism and the APBA. Yep. And then I'm like, then um, Memorial Day, I'm trying to plan that because that one I'm excited about. Like, I feel like I really will be in ABA. Okay. And I'm sure we, those that are in our field have specific feelings about ABAI, but let me just tell you why ABAI and going to that conference I have to do. So many, many moons ago when I was the nanny, that was the first conference that you snuck me into (laughs) with your kid. (laughs) That it was. And so I feel like you too, wasn't it? It was cash. Cash was a baby. Oh, no, I came that that conference that Huey was at was when there was a tornado in Chicago. And I just I'm like, I didn't even sneak in. I just walked down there with him. Plus, all that Kim did was ball. No, cash. The first one I went to. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So I feel like I have to go to ABAI so that I can be like, like, it's full circle. Like I went as a nanny and now as a BCBA. So I'm just planning, just planning, purchasing tickets, doing all that kind of stuff. So, okay. So what are we going to talk about? What's next? Okay. So before we move into, and then she said, we have to give you a little background on what we like to call the wolf pack. (laughs) I didn't, did we get any public uh, release releases um, to, you know, talk about to our four listeners? I don't know. Uh, about I don't know. No. So the wolf pack. Um, so many, many moons ago when I was in, I think kindergarten is when I met Susie, who is uh, the mom of the other half of the wolf pack. So I've known her since we were in kindergarten and we've grown up together Um through marriages, children, whatever. And um, kind of went our separate ways for a while. Uh, Didn't talk a lot, everything. But when Taylor, my middle one, was in a car accident, Susie showed up. Like, 
within two days of us being in the hospital, just showed up with underwear and clothes, underwear and clothes, because your dad had bought me size 12 underwear. Um, and if you're a woman and know how underwear sizing works, that is not exactly like that was not, that was not right. Uh, so she showed up. I, at, at one point, I don't think we thought she was going to leave. Uh, her baby was born five days before Taylor's accident, Bryson, who is now 16, 17. I don't know. 16, isn't he? I, 16. 16. It's going to be yeah. 17. Yeah. Uh, so this 16 years ago, the wolf pack was formed. And it is Susie, her husband, Jim. And then it was, oh my God, <laughs> there are three kids. Um, Lydia, Talon, and Bryson. And then me, Shane. Oh my God, I'm about to have a feeling. Are you? I can tell. I am. Oh my God. Anyway, let me let me pull it back together. I'm serious. This is horrible. I mean, feelings. The other bad. half is mom, <laughs> my dad, me, Taylor, my little sister, and Kyler, my little brother. So uh, our two families form the wolf pack. And we've always, it, well, and it came from inappropriately wa- letting everyone, we watched The Hangover together uh, when that first came out, Hangover 1, and that's where it came from. So we've been close, like shared holidays, shared things. Um, for the I last- actually met my husband through Susie. <laughs> Weirdly. On the, on on the, the world, Facebook. On the worldwide internet. On um, the Facebook. Yeah. So that's how the wolf pack was formed. Now, since then, we have just, we've now live, we're in, they were in South Dakota. We were in Iowa. Now they're in Texas and we're in South Dakota. And so we're really far away, but anyway. And, uh, so part of us are in Iowa, right? It's Iowa. Yeah. Iowa, so South Dakota, Idaho. Yeah. The two girls are in um, Iowa and then. Oh, Washington. Oh my gosh. Oh God. Kyler. Oh wait, I have another kid. Yeah, Kyler. Uh, So this summer I decided that we were all going to take a a vacation together. So I got this, I rented an Airbnb in South Dakota and then I invited Susie and Jim. And then if you Airbnb, you need someone to sponsor us. That's great. I love Airbnb. Love it. it. Uh, So we got this house and um, decided that everybody was going to, was gonna come and so Britt and I uh showed up a couple days early maybe didn't tell anyone we were going and sat in the quiet in the woods for a full day full day day. and it rained and you know that's the perfect day just to oh god it rained the whole entire time so I so Britt's best friend supposed best friend has always said you know do devil's bathtub it's this hike in um in the Black Hills, it's great. Your kids will love it. So I'm like, Britt, text Jessica and say, like, is can we all do this hike? And Jessica's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Go ahead. Do it. She is not that good. She, I don't think she likes you as much as she says she does because we all almost died. <laughs> we did almost die. It was oh. – and that's not even an exaggeration. There was one point we were on a ledge of a cliff, and that's <laughs> when I lost it. I held it in pretty dang well, wa- wading through the rapids. <laughs> no, my favorite part about the hike is, so we're getting ready to go across this creek that is usually like ankle deep. And it is up to 
Like it was past my knees. Mm -hmm. And so we decided that we could still do it because there was a fam. Okay. Here's what start. There was a family of five that they had like Crocs on and they were going across. I'm like, it can't be that hard. So there was a family behind us that made some comment to Brit, which is never a good thing. They make some smart ass comment to her. She turns around to say something and (laughs) almost falls in the creek Mm -hmm. with Huey Mm -hmm. on her back. Yep. Messed up her knee. So, but that doesn't stop us. No. Does not stop us. Now we're we're committed. We made it through one rapid. We are committed. Committed. Then we decide to follow a 16 year old. No, not a good, not a good plan. Up and over, down and around, up and down, round, up, up, down, round. Now, the only good thing we did during this hike is we left Susie, Taylor, and Penelope, and and Hattie, Hattie. the four non-hikers. That was the good thing because we would have never even made it past the first. No. No. So then... I'm walking and everything's fine. And Britt sees what I can only assume is a snake this big. Tiny, but I wanted to warn everyone. And we did not know Lydia's fear. Oh my gosh. Of snakes. Of snakes. The other, the other. Other daughter. Yeah. The other daughter um, who then screamed and almost jumped on top of the back of whoever was by her, which I think was was her daughter. She was helping me with Huey. So then I'm pretty sure, and then I have Ava and Cash in front of me, and they don't slow down or or listen. And so finally, we got to one point where I'm like, anyone who belongs with me needs to get over here now. (laughs) And then, yep, that's how it was. So there was a guy and a girl in front of us. And I mean, I'm assuming that they heard us coming from, like, it's like elephants in the woods. And the screaming and yelling and just complete chaos that surrounds anything that we do and so he's like let me go ahead and even see Mm -hmm. so we go almost all the way to devil's bathtub the whole and you can't even get to it it's underwater (laughs) it's underwater so then we had to trek back now mind you this is like a half a mile it's it's not it's like a one rating yep (laughs) and lydia's daughter did it barefoot yeah. The, well, she's feral. There's like, I mean, she did. She did it barefoot. Our kids, if like we would have let them be barefoot, like one of them would have skewered themselves on a rock or something. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. So that was relaxing. That was good. Cash, though, Cash conquered a fear and actually was walking through the rapids by the end of the, the time, yeah. which is huge for Cash. Cash and I are travel buddies. Cash and I walked together. It was good. Once we got like, oh, the best part is like we have walking sticks. Cause so my other fear is your dad makes me watch. My husband makes me watch all those like stupid hiker shows where like the dumbest hikers in the world. And they always end up like it takes 15 men to pull someone down like a trail on a stretcher. And so I'm really scared of falling because I know, first of all, that he's going to be irritated if I fall. So we have like walking sticks. I have hiking shoes. I have all this. We, nothing. We had nothing, nothing. Nothing. I wasn't in flip-flops or Crocs, but anyway, we conquered. Everyone survived. Jess says that she is a good friend to me. So I just (laughs) think she didn't know. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. said like, what, a three-year-old did it? Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> that was the now, mind you, there was 20 inches of rain the two days prior and possibly maybe um the you know when when we probably should have turned back was in the beginning when we couldn't figure out where the trailhead was i think that was our our (laughs) like prompt from the lord above not to go on this Trip. Yeah, but if your dad and I turned... Okay, so I would say the hardest part about hiking in general is us trying to find the trailhead. Like, that takes usually longer than the actual hike. And I... They're marked pretty well out here because we don't ever do, like, any backwoods trails. Like, they're all pretty popular trails. And I swear to God, half the time, we cannot even figure out mm-hmm. where we're at. And, I mean, there's a blue diamond to follow. There were no markings for this no, trail because it's so... Not. Because I think it's so easy and well travel that it's not needed or they were and we were so far off that we didn't know where they were because bryson's like a spider monkey and was like scaling up the side of things and then on the way out we chose not to follow him and instead chose like four drunk frat guys to follow because i thought well if they can make it we can that was also not a good dis- I there were so many things that could have ended poorly but hike we check. made it we made it Check. <laughs> so this leads us into analyze that. So while we're on the hike, we have Susie, Taylor, P, and Hattie back at the cabin. And for some reason, me and my sister, anytime my mom is coming somewhere, we frantically clean and do laundry. So Taylor's back there doing laundry frantically cleaning and doing laundry and dries one of Lydia's shirts, which apparently cannot be dried. Now Lydia's nickname in our wolf pack is nugget, little chicken nugget. nugget. She's tiny and, but we're all petrified of her. Mm -hmm. Petrified. Petrified. Just for a little, for a little backstory on why this was such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yes. So she told Taylor that shit was fine. It was fine. Nobody believed her at all, but (laughs) Let's analyze this need to clean when you're coming. Where do you think it stems from? I don't, not wanting to be on hoarders. I am think I'm going to go back and talk to Freud about my childhood. (laughs) Okay. So the rule in our house was like, it should be company ready. Like the outside of the house should be, now that comes from my grandmother. Like the common living spaces yeah. need to be clean. She's rolling in her grave right now with my house. Yeah, I, the laundry, I can't even. So everything on the outside and then your rooms, as long as like I tried to keep food out of them, but your rooms really could look any way that they could. Like I didn't care about your rooms. Yeah, but I shared with Taylor. So whenever we were told that we had to clean our rooms, I would clean my side and pile all of her shit on her bed. And then she'd just push it off the bed. <sighs> I, we can have your sister on here and talk about all of those things. And there were bigger fish to fry with that one. <laughs> but so that, so this whole thing about cleaning and everything comes back from expectations that were set forth from my grandma. Your house, at any point when someone comes to your house, you should be able to welcome them in, serve them a snack, a drink, some coffee, and they should not know that your house is a pit. 
Yeah. So on top of that, we were left a nice love note every day after we got home from school. And by love note, I mean a list of shit that needed to be done before mom got home. And if it weren't done... Usually on the back of an envelope. I don't like, let's be serious. Uh, So we always had a list of things to get done. So I'm pretty sure that's where the frantic cleaning comes from. And I don't even remember what our like consequences were if we didn't finish the list. You had to listen to me bitch all night. Yeah, that was about it. Which now no one cares if I bitch. Mm -mm. Not a single one of you. It was probably listening to your dad bitch because he actually is way more clean than I am. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should have seen the house when it was just me and Taylor. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. And then our frantic cleaning be- that took two days before you got home. <sighs> I can't. I, I just can't. I can't. But I will say that I do feel much better if, like, at least they're, like, if someone stops over, it, which is different now. Like, things are so much different. But do you remember? When, so my grandma, like, in the later years, when we lived in town, she drove a big old a big old green Cadillac and she had a cane and she's like this little tiny lady. Like she probably weighed 80 pounds. And so you could hear her revving up to the driveway. And then she would call my husband or whoever and be like, someone needs to help me out of the car. And then it was code, whatever we decide code orange. Cause it was like Gilmore girls, the episode of Gilmore girls when Emily shows up and all the pillows are in the bathtub. Yeah. Well, and we, she hated animals in the house and we had animals in the house. So then it was hiding all the animals, hiding all the animals. I about that. Yeah. Like it was like code orange and everyone would like, that's disperse to clean the house to make it look like it was ready. And she'd come clomping in on her Kate with her cane and like, just inspect everything. She never went in the bedroom. I think she knew not to go in the bedrooms. Like it's just better not knowing what's going on. But yeah, so all the animals would have to be hidden. See, so. So yeah. we're going back to your childhood, not mine. Well, I don't even think we want to get started on that. <laughs> I'm trying to break some generational curses. Oh, it's a whole nother, whole nother podcast. Whole nother topic. Okay, so let's talk about our pit and peak. Okay. You go first. Pit. Losing Hugh. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that was your, your pit. Um, this past week, my pit, I am happy to say, like, there wasn't really a huge pit of uh, just, I really, like, it's getting, like, I can tell it's going to be fall, which is not really a pit, but it's getting darker earlier. And I'm thinking of all the things I didn't do this summer and all of that. So that's probably the franticness of my feelings. Which it needs to get darker sooner. So Huey's not like, it's still light out. I don't have to go to bed. Oh, well, I don't, that's a whole nother issue. So what was your peak? The fact that I have got the kids to school every day this week on time, actually early. And I have time without them. (gasps) Brittany Elizabeth. (laughs) Let's just say I've gotten so much. I got so much work done because I'm avoiding cleaning. So my, my peak is there's two things. So uh, anytime we can go in the hills, like I 
have to like ground myself. I totally get the whole taking your shoes off, socks off and like putting your feet in the ground because when we're out, it, it like that is the best thing. Like just doing that. The other, my other peak was, which this is probably one of your pits is I love it though. I do feel validated a little bit that I know what I'm doing or maybe that I'm just bossy is when someone calls me <laughs> for work and like wants my opinion. <laughs> Okay, so in K now, there's three owners, myself, Anissa, and my best friend, Kelly. And whenever anybody is mad with us now or wants something from us, they all call Anissa. And Kelly's like, she's not even my mom, and they call and tell, her, tell on me. So it just drives me insane. But it makes me feel like I'm doing something right, like mm -hmm. that it's a validation. It's also super funny to watch you and Kelly get all fired up about things. Oh, it's so irritating. Beyond okay. Irritating. What? It's funny. No, it's not. Okay. So now we're going to wrap it up with a little bit of motherly wisdom. Okay. So. I will say that this has always been my philosophy in general, and I know it irritated my children when they were younger too, is just always be kind. Just always just walk away. Just walk away, be kind. There's no need to engage. Just be nice. How did that make you feel? Like I don't listen to you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty kind. Unless you've screwed me over and then I just write you off. Well, and the thing is why I say be kind is because, first of all, it takes way more energy to be an asshole. Second of all, you have no idea what is going on in that other person's life. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that you turn your back to everyone that is being horrible or terrible or if there really is like something, something really bad that they do to you. But for the most part, it is just as easy just to not say something and to smile and to just move on. It just is. Now, that might be the Midwestern in, in me where we don't like have any conflict or. <laughs> I was going to say. So in a coming up episode, we're going to talk about a, how, a con time of conflict and how mom handled the conflict and how I handled it. And we are completely separate spectrums on there. So completely. So my my motherly wisdom is be kind. Also, Brit put, I don't know what, where Brit like put our podcast, but we already got weird haters, which I think I talked okay. about. So now I have two, which like just what, why it takes more energy to write something mean than to not write it. It's yeah. the same social media in general. It's like, I don't agree with everything I see. Like, just don't, you don't have to, no one cares about your opinion. So that's my be kind. So then our next segment that I just thought of recently was your grandma is cooler than my mom. So let's talk about how grandma would have handled the being kind motherly wisdom to me as a mom. So as a grandma, if someone's mean to my grandkids, game on. I still say be kind. 
But so as a I mom. Know, okay, so I can, va- not vaguely, but I can distinctly me- remember you standing at the top in the White House by the church, standing out the door and screaming at two girls because they were being bitches. And <laughs> I like remember that clearly for some reason. So I would say there's a point I get to (laughs) where being kind doesn't work. Yeah, I have. But so the other thing is like your father does not like conflict at all. Zero. And so I got taken out of a lot of the conflict. Like I'm thinking about the time that you got your donuts stolen. (laughs) So Britt was bullied by this girl and what she stole your what did she steal i, I can't remember. remember but her family was so like they were afraid that the family would like shoot up something if they the principal told them to stop like dangerous people yeah and so i was hot like i was i called the school and they wanted me to come in for a meeting and your dad would not let me go <laughs> he went that's so funny yeah, I would say you as a grandma, you're much more open to facing conflict instead of just like whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, I could see well, that. Also, high school, middle school conflict versus elementary conflict are two very different things too. Plus, I had two girls. Like in elementary school, I feel like conflict is a little bit different. Back then, like it's so different now. Like I would not want to be raising children right now. Like it's a whole nother spectrum of stuff where and then in middle school and high school I feel like I was forever telling you girls um that it's it's not gonna matter so much in the end it's it sucks and it sucks for everyone and the people that are being mean to you it probably really sucks for them in another part of their life and so you're just gonna have to figure out how to get through it because life is gonna get better high school is horrible yeah, I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, high school is the best years of my life. I'm like, no, mm, I'm good. I wonder how many people can really look back and say, you know what? Like, I, I would I would want to go to back to high school. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, mean, I might have. My high school career was a little bit different than others. So, <laughs> I mean, I would go back. Uh-huh. You're sure. welcome. All right, so let's wrap this up. We would love to hear from you, especially if you would like to go back to high school or not. That's a great <laughs> yeah, we just want to know. <laughs> we want to know why. Poll question. <laughs> uh, we are on Facebook at and then she said, and our Instagram is and then she said podcast. Uh, and if you aren't tired of listening to us or you just need more of us in your life, which I feel like everybody does, everyone you can check out our Patreon at and then she said um you have your patreon you have the option of being a pup a wolf or part of the wolf pack so go ahead and check this out and then remember that oh you'll like this one i pulled this from you mom the strength of a pack is the wolf and the strength of the wolf is the pack true statement true statement and if you can tell me where that quote is from any of our listeners then you'll get something free because we still probably have some merch somewhere probably not for this podcast but i'm guessing that my daughter is more than happy to create some more merch 
Yes, very much. Very much. So thanks for listening. Remember, I'm way cooler than your mom, Britt. Mm-mm. As a grandma, mm-hmm. way cooler. Ask my grandkids. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>